as we always say, we'll travel for food. We'll travel for coffee. We'll travel for wine. We will travel for beer as well. What about ice cream? Oh, well, I mean, that's a, Duh. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> that's the only reason I travel. Not true, but I love ice cream. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 409. The Guinness Book of World Records was conceived by Hugh Beaver, great name, who was then the managing director of the Guinness Brewery in Dublin as a way to settle pub disputes. Of course, now we can all just use our iPhones, but thanks, Hugh. One, two, three. I'll show you Paris in the morning. I'll show you London afternoon. If you feel your Dublin heart is burning, yeah, well, you don't have to worry, cause we're glowing in. Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Heather Sherry, and joining me today is the man who did all of the beer drinking this year. <laughs> all? That's not true. You had some beer. I had a very minimal amount of beer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were pregnant for eight months, and then coming out of it, you you actually were on a beer kick for a little while right after being pregnant. Yeah, maybe I had, a month. I had a few beers, but Trav did most of the beer drinking in That's 2019. True. And That's so true. he is the man, Travis Sherry. That is a mantle will... that I, I had to take on. <laughs> a, a burden that I had to shoulder most of the beer drinking in 2019. Yes. It was tough. Was it? But I made it through and I am relatively unscathed. Mm -hmm. um, I will say that we, as the year kind of petered down here, mm -hmm. 2019, as we got down to the end, the last couple months, we and myself specifically certainly did a mm -hmm. lot less beer drinking. Yeah, well, I think it, the beer drinking really escalated on that night where I birthed our child. Well, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> that. That's actually, that's the first, that's my number eight. So we are, we're going to go through <laughs> okay. our best beer experiences mm -hmm. of 2019. So again, this obviously, like we do with coffee, like we do with wine, like we do with meals, like we do with dessert, so like we do with anything edible or drinkable mm -hmm. when we talk about this stuff. It's about the experience. So a large part of that is, all right, is it quality beer, wine, coffee, whatever? But there's, you know, a lot of this, there's stories around it. There's a vibe to the tap room. You know, it's mixed all together. So when we talk about this, it's our best experiences. Um, and so we will get into that in just a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I think that after we had our second kid in August, stuff started, you know, beer went down a little bit, little bit, little bit to the fact that, you know, in December... Um, I had a little bit of beer because my buddy Matt came out to to PA. He lives in Denver, uh, Boulder, and he brews his own beer. And so I wasn't drinking beer. I'm like, I'm going to go this whole month not drinking beer. But he brought some of his home-brewed stuff. Sure. And it's good. So I had some. But, you know, to the point that even when we were in Florida for 10 days in St. Pete, we did not go to a single brewery. Now, had that been 
you know, a year ago, we would have been, I would have wanted to go to all like 15 breweries there. I know. There. And we just, we weren't feeling We didn't it. prioritize it. We didn't prioritize it. We spent a lot of time at the beach, you know, so that was our priority. But we still managed to get quite oh. a few beers in throughout the year. Yes. There was still a ton of beer drinking. So lest anyone think we're not credible, um, you know, I think it was just we got to a point where the beer that we're drinking pretty heavy. We like the New England style IPAs, the hazy IPAs. We like the sours. A lot of those have lactose in them now. Still like them. But, you know, I don't want to be drinking them all the time because... Even if I have one, hasn't been making me feel that yeah, way. I've been getting headaches, unfortunately, from them, even just one. So we're not so, talking like hangovers. No, we're just, just like, like one beer gives you a headache. So, you know, even sharing a beer, and that still gives us a great, so. you know, starting point to saying if it's a great beer or not. And I feel like I'm ready to get back on the beer train a little Are bit. You? Even like a yeah. month or two, I say away. It's not mm-hmm. that I didn't drink at all. But a month or two not prioritizing like trying new beer. I'm kind of, as I'm reading through this list, I'm like, oh man, there's there's some stuff I want to do. Sure, sure. So make sure you send us your, your beer recommendations. And again, we did go to a lot of places um, this year. And so I'm going to give you my top eight beer experiences of 2019. Heth is going to jump in. You know, well, some of these number, were experiences. Your number eight, as you already alluded to, was the night that I had. Hadley. Right. So we hit the punchline there. Um, the story behind it is, and number eight for me, is the Root Down Brewing Beer Garden in our home area of Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, specifically their Psychedelic Pulse Sour IPA. So a lot of people really like Root Down. I love the people who work at Root Down. I like the uh, the spot that they have in town. They just opened up a new beer garden, which I, you know, so they have an indoor plot and like a, a beer garden down the road. I like it all. I have not always been a huge fan of their beer. It's okay. But they had on a sour IPA. And so it was Friday, August 9th, a normal night that I would have never remembered the date had this uh, experience not happened. Um, or was it August 10th? It was August 9th. August 9th, yeah, mm-hmm. that I went out because August 10th was when the baby came. It was So I went out <laughs> with my buddy. It was, a, it was a great night, really warm summer night, comfortable, and people were out and about. And so it was Friday night. I said to my buddy, Oder, I'm like, Ode, let's go out. You want to have a beer? He said, yep. So we went to this beer garden first. We had this psychedelic pulse sour IPA, and it was surprisingly very, very, very good. We're just sitting there, listening to live music, had a great time, went out for a few other beers, but that was the best beer of the night. Came home, sat on my front porch. Him and I are like best friends from way back in like second grade or before that. And sat on the front porch and we were just talking. So about 1.30 at night. Went up to bed at 2, 2 a.m. And at 3.15 a.m. I was woken up by Heather's mom saying, uh, you got to get up. Heather's like going to labor. You got to go to the hospital. And uh, by 3.30 a.m., 15 minutes later, we had our child <laughs> at our house if you probably heard the story if you knew this podcast we had our child at our house not intentionally she just came very very quick so there we were in the bathroom of um a tiny bathroom of our house and i ha- i was like i certainly felt okay yeah, but i was a little foggy no headed yeah, because i were, just gone to bed yeah. and i had a few beers yeah you were in no way like totally inebriated you were just like you said foggy head i think you said you had maybe two and a half three beers right but you'd only slept for one hour right. 
And so getting woken up and, you know, it was like a mad dash because I was like, we need to leave right this second. And Trav ran to put the the bags in the car. And by the time he came back upstairs, I was like, nope, we this is happening right now. So it was crazy. And I have to say that he was a trooper because (laughs) she's saying that somewhat mockingly, somewhat sarcastically. The husband is never the trooper when there's a birth happening. Sure. But. Hadley made it pretty easy for me by coming in 30 minutes, if you can say that childbirth is easy, comparatively. And, you know, Trav having only had one hour of sleep and foggy-headed beer brain, you know, you were super supportive and positive, and it was a very fun experience. So I will always remember Root Down (laughs) Brewing Beer Garden as like the... The night that my daughter was born, that kicked off the night. And pretty good sour IPA there. Not pretty good. Very good sour IPA. Awesome. Number seven. This is a place that Heather was at. So the first three are going to be local to us. Heather was actually here for this. And you did have a sip, even though you're pregnant. I had a sip. And my goodness, what a good sip this was. So this is Levante Brewing down in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Uh, Even though it's local and I've had a lot of their beers, I had never gone to the brewery. So our buddy Nick who's the the hero of the story of being in Sarajevo and bringing us the good wine back. Uh, he was in town in the summer back home, and we decided to go to Levante Brewing. And so we did, and they had, you know, they have a lot of hazy IPAs there. They had a lot of good beers. But the one special, unique beer that they had was a strawberry granita beer. And a granita is an Italian icy drink. Think like a Slurpee almost. If you're familiar with like 7-Eleven Slurpee, but this no, was- no, that's a horrible comparison. Are Slurpees even good? <laughs> no, Slurpees aren't good, but it's the same consistency. It's an sure. icy drink. It's an icy drink. It's a slushy drink. All right, a slushy drink. <laughs> um, this had beer in it and alcohol, and so they did these granitas throughout the summer. We were there. They had a strawberry one. It was awesome. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it was 5%, so it's not going to get you too crazy, um, but it, yeah, I mean, who doesn't on a summer day want a slushy and the fact that I it had alcohol in it was so bummed yeah. that they didn't have a non-alcoholic version of this because my sister Julie was with us. I think she had two of them and I had a sip and I was just really jealous because it was one of the best things I tasted all yeah. year. So I, I know it's like a one off for them. You know, they're not obviously canning this or anything at the moment. Um, but just the, they have a lot of good beers, but the strawberry granita took the cake there. Number six, also local. This is a brewery called Rebel Hill, and I'm putting them on the list because I've gone a couple times this year. And I have yet to actually even go to the yeah, brewery. And they have really stepped up their game. When they started, I, I thought they were pretty decent. You know, our town has five breweries in it, like just our small little town has five. And I thought, oh, they're like, you know, up there, you know, tied for like the best one or whatever. Um, but I didn't think any really stood out, but Rebel Hill now has taken the cake. They are the best brewery, um, in our area or in our town. Um, and they just keep getting better and better. And it's just a cool little spot. Nice people, fantastic food. They just started doing food. My buddy was like, get the roast pork sandwich. It's as good as any roast pork sandwich that you're going to get down in Philly proper, which I know Philly's known for their cheesesteak, but also does incredible roast pork. And uh, I like this roast pork sandwich as good as anyone I've ever had. And they have great beer. They're doing a lot of good sours. Now I feel like we should be going here after this podcast because I'm hungry and I I haven't ever been to this brewery. Literally a three-minute drive. So (laughs) Rebel Hill Brewing, I've had a few really good experiences there. um, And they do, yeah, sours, IPAs, a few other different styles too. Everything is really good. So uh, thumbs up to them for just continually improving and getting better and better. 
Number five is a place that I have never been to because Trav always goes here on his guys trip. Yes, this is in um, this is in Colorado, and uh, it is a favorite of my buddy Matt, who loves beer and lives out in Colorado. And this is his favorite brewery. They also have incredible branding. I actually follow the artist on Instagram because Matt was like, you have to look at their cans. Their cans are so cool, Head. And then, yes, they have very good branding. So I'm finally giving them some love. And I do like their beer. I just didn't like it to the level that Matt did. I mean, Matt was saying, this is my favorite brewery in the US. And for me, it just, it wasn't. But that's okay. It's still, ve- you know, it still can be very good. It's one of those type of things. So uh, for me, this was number five beer experience in 2019, Outer Range in Frisco, Colorado. Specifically, you know, we went, uh, I think, twice. We actually got snowed in in Frisco, Matt and I. Um, he had a, a sounds p- romantic. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. He had a he had a place there in Frisco that we were using as a base to go skiing and all. And uh, yeah, we got caught in a huge snowstorm. And so the one night we were there for a while, uh, I think we went a few times, but you know, and we were just having, we knew we were going to get snowed in. So we had a bunch of different tasters and stuff. They do almost predominantly, or they do predominantly hazy IPAs. And so in the steep and steezy, when I went back on my untapped, yeah, steezy is a steeze. They were my two favorite of the beers and they and they rotate them in and out but those are some that you see on their list quite often but if you go they usually have eight to ten beers on so they've got a good good mix and it's a cool spot right very cool spot i mean it's in like a shopping center but the inside is really bare bones brewery people have their dogs it's colorado you know they get coming in and with their winter hats on and boots on and they come in here and you have a uh, a beer and it's just cool. cozy. It's cozy. Cool. It's cozy. Number four. Well, I can attest to the fabulousness of this brewery because it is one of our favorite brews. I think it was even your number one when we did our best breweries podcast last year, the year before that. That is Hidden River. In Douglasville, Pennsylvania. So it's about a 20 minute drive from us. It is my favorite. It is my favorite brewery in the U.S., now, the reason it's number four for best experiences this year is just that we've gone, I mean, let's say we went five or six times this year, always had good beer. There wasn't a beer that I went and got this year specifically that blew away the beer that they had had from previous years. So everything, it's one of those things, everything was really, really good, but there was not a singular experience where I went and was like, oh my gosh, this is the best one I've ever had from them because they rotate stuff in and out. I so, will say that I did have that experience only because I hadn't drank any mm. beer for eight months. And we went, actually we went, I forgot about this, five or six days after Hadley was born. It was our first kind of big family outing and we met a couple of our friends who wanted to meet Hadley. We went, again, summer day. So the great thing about Hidden River is that they have a lot of rooms inside, but they also have a huge deck outside and a really big huge lawn where you can just picnic you can put down some blankets or bring some chairs and just hang out on the lawn and drink and have fun and so the kids can run around and play so that in and of itself would make it really high on my list then to top it off that their beer is exceptional now travis saying there wasn't anything that stood out as much as other years but their beer is still like five out of five beers yeah I just mean last year 2018 you know I had a sour IPA there that was the best beer that I've ever had so this year I didn't have that specific experience but yes I, you know I could talk about Hidden River and have talked about Hidden River at length on the podcast 
if you come in to our area, if you come into the Philadelphia area and you can make it, it, you know, it's about an hour outside of Philadelphia. It will blow your mind. It's got everything you want to Good brewery. food. Good food. Amazing, amazing beer in an old historic lodge. Huge outdoor deck. Place for kids to play outside. Super nice people. You know, 15 to 20 beers on tap. It's exactly what I want in a brewery. And so, yeah, it's four because it's become a little old hat for us. These other ones were specific experiences sure. that I don't get to have all the time. Yeah, but Hidden River is so good and we love it there yeah number three and this is where it gets kind of fun uh because these are new experiences this year number three is a specific beer and we didn't go to the brewery but it's by spectrum beer company which is out of victoria canada and this is the margarita goza so i had this have this yeah maybe a little bit we had this beer when we were hanging out in Victoria, Canada at our friend Courtney and Calum's place and our friend Crystal was there. I think she's actually the one who brought it to me. So she bought, went out and bought this beer. It's a six pack, you know, and we were at the park, which you're not allowed to drink in the public parks there, but <laughs> we didn't, we didn't do it. Wink, wink. Right. I mean, you, you know, no one really cares. It's Canada. They're very laid back there. <laughs> and so she brought me this margarita goza. So a goza is, if you want to, I'm not going to get technical with it. It's like a usually a less sour, sour beer and a little more salty. Like that's kind of the flavor profile of a goza. And then people spike it up with different types of fruit and then it becomes like, you know, sweeter or that fruit's flavor. This one was a margarita okay. one. I do remember this now, but I was pregnant. So I think I had like a sip. And yeah. so it did not obviously stick out in my memory. But now that you're talking about being at the park, I do remember the experience. It just hit the spot. We were sitting at the park. She brought this over. And I'm like, all right, I don't want a super heavy beer. I want a nice light beer. And I had it. And I've had margarita styled beers before. And I never really liked them. You know, I felt like no one did it well. You don't like the Jose Cuervo in the bucket of margarita. That's not your jam. What do you mean in the bucket of margarita? Don't they do that? Like put a Jose Cuervo, like tip it upside down in a margarita? What did, um, oh, oh, you mean no, you mean a a, a Jose Cuervo or is I mean the a margarita. Corona. Yeah. I meant a Corona. Okay. Okay. I was like, you I'm mean, really off my drinking game. You mean a Corona? I mean... That's okay, but <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, no, not my favorite. Um, and so then this one tasted, and, and some people be like, wait, why would you want that? But I'll tell you why. You This tasted like a really good margarita that was watered down. And so all <laughs> I wanted was a lighter version mm -hmm. of a beer, and we were sitting there. So I got, you know, it had the, what I love about margaritas is the salt. Mm -hmm. I love salt. Yes, he does. And so- Salty. It, it was a nice, salty, margarita-tasting beer that just, yeah, it tasted like a, you know, when you get to the end, when you have ice in a margarita, and you get to the end, and the ice is melted some, and you have that last little bit, and it's a little watered down, that's exactly what this beer tasted like. It was Interesting. perfect. Well, I loved it. I mean, the way you're talking about it doesn't really make me that excited but i guess your enthusiasm makes me want to try it but a watered down margarita isn't exactly selling it for me but i get what you're saying i get what you're saying i, yeah, I don't know <laughs> i mean not too watered down like it's the not perfect amount of watered down margarita of watered down margarita yeah no i i'm 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 on board as i say 
I'm, I'm on their website. Brewed with fresh lime juice, saw, and a little Belgian candied sugar to replace the simple syrup that would be in the margarita cocktail. Gotcha. Sounds good. It's light, crisp, and refreshing enough to remind you that, oh, yeah, it's time to book another Mexican vacation. Mm-hmm. That's their tagline. All right. I agree. It was perfect. We didn't have it in Mexico. We had it in Victoria, B.C. Just you, like Mexico, It really. was just great. It was so, so easy to drink. So, yeah, I'm on board. I did have a few of their other beers. Just They had a hot pink lemonade sour that I was really excited about after having the Margarita Goza. It was decent, but their the Margarita, margarita Goza. Goza. Yeah, it's where it's me. at. Where is that now? Number two is a place that I have I have been to this location multiple times, but have been pregnant every time we've happened to be there. That you that's a shame. Yeah. So twenty twenty is the year I am able to drink a beer at Great Notion in Portland, Oregon, yes. and I have been banging the Great Notion oh, drum goodness. for a while now since they opened. Um, you know, we don't live out in Portland, obviously, but we spend a decent amount of time out there and they have blown up. People love them. They were on a list. Paste Magazine. If you guys like beer, go to Paste Magazine. They have great beer writers. They just did a best breweries of the de- of the decade and they originally had some stipulation of like it has to be uh, been open for five years or more for us to even include it. And they changed that for Great Notion because they said, this is just such an amazing brewery. Uh, their IPA won their best you know, they blind taste tested like 500 IPAs, uh, Great Notions 500? IPA, something like that. That's Great crazy. Great Notions IPA one, like was the number one ripe, yeah. which that's I, what people say. It's, it's <laughs> incredible. Great Notion is, you know, it was my, I think when we did our best breweries podcast, I think it was number three or two um, behind Hidden River and other half, which are just amazing in their own right. But right. Great Notion, we went to uh, mm-hmm. this past summer. They are incredible and they're only getting better Hazy IPAs, they're starting to do more sours and uh, like pastry stouts. So, you know, just the beer that mm-hmm. is delicious to drink. Right. Well, I can speak to the food, food. and the ambiance vibe of Great Notion because I've been there multiple times. In the summer, they have outdoor seating on picnic tables, which is super casual and chill, very kid friendly. The food is delicious. And they also have near the bathrooms a whole kids play area. So not just a play bin, but like a kid area, you know, that the kids can play at while you're waiting or if they need a break from being good little kids sitting at a table at an adult restaurant. Yeah. So again, great notion. Great job on those two aspects. Yeah. Like we talked about Hidden River being the perfect brewery and everything you want. I feel that way about Great Notion. Now they're very distinct. You know, Great Notion isn't in a lodge from the 1750s. You know, it's in the middle of Portland. Um, on the northeast on side. On the northeast side. But they just do everything right. And, uh, you know, we went I, the moment we got to Portland, uh, the very first place we went <laughs> to eat, like we, very yeah. first place we went was Salt and Straw. Of course. Uh, but right across the street is imp- uh, is Great Notion. So we went to Salt and Straw, got some ice cream, unpacked our bags, went to Great Notion, got dinner, got beer. And that's just the best, the best beer ice cream bang bang. And I know some of you went, I just got an Instagram message uh, yesterday of someone doing the Great the bang, Notion bang. and Salt and Straw bang bang. Uh, the best beer so ice cream bang bang in the world right there So good on Alberta in Portland. So great notion. Yeah, just and, you know, they rotate different beers in, but they're all awesome. You know, I think they had one called Tennessee Williams or something like that this time. Juice Jr. is great. They're all great. 
All right. So good. Which brings us to number, to number one. one. And th- we're going local again. So we're going back across the country from Portland, Oregon to a place that is about 35 minutes from where we live, about an hour-ish outside of Philly. Not near Hidden River, unfortunately. They're both like an hour away, but you could do... You, if you come out, you do both. And this is Imprint Brewing Company. And talk about a beer a brewery that has just skyrocketed. They opened a year and a half ago, maybe. We went to their very first day that they opened and their stuff was good. Yes, it was very good. But then we went back this time and I fortunately had already had Hattie. So I was able to drink the beer. Now, if we're talking about ambiance, it's in a warehouse in a bunch of, you know, commercial district area. So they don't have food. Sometimes they have a food truck. So it's not like that type of vibe. However, their beer is so good that it doesn't even matter that there isn't a restaurant or lots of places to sit. It's just that good. Yeah, it's fantastic. They kind of they do specialize in soured IPAs. Uh, uh, they have a, a line called Smoogee. S C H M O O G J E E, I think. And so they do different types of smoogies. And smoogies are I can't believe I'm saying smoogies so much. Beer. Are smoothie beers. And so they're soured, fruited, heavy, you know, usually with lactose beers. And so if you like that style, these guys do it better than anywhere that I've ever been. And so it's a lot, you know, like you're not going to sit there and drink yeah, a no bunch of Yeah, no wonder we're getting a headache after one beer, but... Right. But they have, and this year that we went, they had some spectacular ones, including a um, mango lassie. So delicious. tasted like yes, a mango lassie. It really did. They had your favorite, the strawberry raspberry lemonade smoogee, mm-hmm. which was crazy. Crazy oh my tart, goodness. but just delicious. Completely I, delicious. So refreshing. They had a double vanilla one. I mean, they've done every week they're doing different ones. They had that stout, the coffee stout that was, I was one of mention, was the best coffee stouts I've ever had. I was gonna mention that this was actually my favorite beer really? of 2019. So the smoogies were incredible. I'm sorry that I ruined it for That's you. That's totally fine. Yeah, you. You, this is your podcast too. <laughs> Just because I'm talking more about the beer, they had okay. So we went, and they they also have a bunch of hazy IPAs, which are pretty good, like above average. But you know where they shine is are these smoogies. And then as we were getting ready to go, they had on something that was called a hard coffee. So I guess it technically is coffee, like it's a spiked coffee. So I don't know if it's a considered a beer. I, you know, it's one of those hybrids, but they call it a coffee. You guys know I don't like coffee. And he stout, actually does like coffee. I I don't like I coffee. Mean, sometimes he drinks it and he's like, that was good. No, no, that doesn't. <laughs> it's when I drink stuff like this that's coffee flavored. <laughs> so they have on nitro a hard coffee. They call it mean mugs. And they, you know, they always have it or, or usually have it, but then they do variations of this. And this time they had a pumpkin spice version. So I was getting ready to leave. I was buying all these cans and I was up there. I said to the guy, all right, just give me a taster of that. Like I'm going to do five ounces of this. You know, I can't do a whole one. We're actually getting ready to leave thinking, whatever. I just have to try it. I've tried like five, sure. six beers. I'm going to try this one. He, he gave it to me. It was the best beer, or even if it's not considered a beer, some sort of beer flavored drink that I had the whole year. It was incredible. So it tasted like a pumpkin spice coffee milkshake but somehow. But in a really amazing way because- And it was like 8%. Yeah. 
don't know how they did it. No idea. It was incredible. It was incredible. And so they they just put out a one that was like a chocolate chip cookie version of this mean mugs. <laughs> I don't know, man. I want to go back. Even if you told me I couldn't have any of their other beers and I could only go and drink this this hard coffee, again, not even liking coffee, I would do it. It's absolutely incredible. So um, right now I'm just looking right. Oh my gosh. I just looked. What do they have? This weekend. They have a snickerdoodle mean mugs. <laughs> That's Trev's favorite cookie variety. Here's what it say. they say. Hard cold brew coffee with white and milk chocolate and cinnamon. It's 5%. Sorry. It's 5%, not 8%. Um, snickerdoodle is one of my favorite flavors. Well, I guess we know where we will be going oh, this weekend. Oh, man. And babe, so, all right. Here are the smoogies that they got on. Smoogie double mango. Smoogie pink guava margarita. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Even though it's January. Yeah. Smoogie. I'm into that. I'm into it. We got to try the margarita because we got to see if right. it compares. Smoogie Morello Cherry Orange Raspberry, Smoogie Mango Guava Pineapple, and then they got this Snickerdoodle Mean Mugs and Peppermint Mocha Mean Mugs, and this is weird, but I mean, I'd try it, Smoogie Patisserie Passion Fruit Brownies. That sounds very weird, but hey, I would try it. Pastry Kettle Sour with Passion Fruit and Chocolate Fudge Brownies. That's bizarre. Listen, so, this podcast is not coming out, I think, before this weekend, but we should do an impromptu meetup at Imprint <laughs> because, hello, I want to try this beer. Yeah, this sounds fantastic. So that was my best beer experience. Imprint was was it, especially just, yeah, that totally shocked. When I got that hard coffee, I just thought, ah, whatever, probably going to hate this and was blown away. So there you have it. I'll recap these. Uh, number eight was the Root Down Brewing Beer Garden Psychedelic Pulse Sour IPA, which I had right before our little daughter Hadley was born. Seven, Levante Brewing, speci- specifically their Strawberry Granita so in the good. summer. Number six, Rebel Hill Brewing here in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania. Number five, Outer Range in Frisco, Colorado. Number four, Hidden River, Douglasville, Pennsylvania. If you come out to Philly and you like beer at all, you got to do Hidden River. Um, number three, Margarita Gozas by Spectrum Beer Company, specifically drinking it in Alexander Park <laughs> in Victoria, Canada on a nice summer day that might be coming up on our Best Experiences Get podcast. out. Wow. I don't know. You really love this beer and that park. I love that park. Number <laughs> two, Great Notion in Portland, Oregon. If you hit Great Notion, you like ice cream, go across the street, salt and straw, thank us later. And then number one, if you come to the Philly area, Imprint Brewing Company, only open, I believe, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, same with Hidden River. Um, so if you're coming out for the weekend, you'll be, you'd be able to get out of the city and hit those up. That was my number one beer experience of 2019. Wow. Whew. Yeah, so we made it through. You so know. here's the thing: we were like, "Oh, we kind of like petered out there at the end of 2019." No, you got beer. very excited about this beer. We had a lot of beer experiences. We're gonna have a lot more in 2020. So keep them coming. Let us know if you go to a place that we have been to or that we recommend. Use the hashtag #epop sent us on Instagram and Heath. If they like, let us know specifically your favorite beer and beer experiences 2019. Because as we always say, we'll travel for food, we'll travel for coffee, we'll travel for wine, we will travel for beer as well. What about ice cream? Oh, well, I mean, that's a, Duh. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. <laughs> that's the only reason I travel. Not true, but I love ice cream. So, And that'll be coming up actually next on our yes. Best Desserts podcast. That's a great segue. We have two more year in review, part seven, Best Des- Desserts of 2019. 
there's going to be, spoiler alert, there will be a lot of ice cream on there. There will be, even on my list, I have at least two ice creams. No, three? Three. Mm, four? I've I don't know. A it's a lot of I've ice cream. I've got a lot. And then part eight, our best experiences of 2019. So if you have been following along with our year in review series, awesome. If you haven't, you can catch up. You can get our 2019 travel superlatives. Our 2019 travel stats. Best meals of 2019. Best coffee and wine, which is like a little... Best coffee was one. Best wine was another episode. Best beer is this one right here. Right now. So uh, you can find that wherever podcasts are. Uh, Don't forget, if you like this podcast, leave us a review. Leave us a rating. We just put this out there the other day. This is our BHAG, our big, hairy, audacious goal. We have 400 reviews about on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go leave it a review. We'd love to get to 1,000. We know there are tens... hundreds of thousands of people who listen to this podcast so only a small number of you need to go and leave a review and a rating for us to hit a thousand that'd be awesome that would be incredible yeah thank you guys for the support as always and until next time happy free travels i'll show you paris soon.